so we're going to go from, we're going to keep our, our international-ish focus here, but we're going to go to something much, much dumber. One of Giuliani's uh, associates, Ukrainian associates, I'm not going to get to the whole fucking thing that's going on there because it's confusing and quite frankly, like, I don't fucking care. This podcast does not deal in court drama. Honestly, no. And I'm not going to deal with the stuff that, like, you every single news site is going to cover for fucking ages. So there's a bunch of shit going on with that and Ukraine and all that jazz. But one of his associates just got indicted uh, on uh, trying to influence America with foreign money, right? Fascinating stuff. But this dude is super, super Floridian, this Ukrainian guy. Like, he lived in Miami. He was running a Ponzi scheme, M- multiple Ponzi schemes, really. Uh, he's had multiple associates get fucking uh, thrown in prison for decades at a time for their Ponzi schemes. He's just managed to dodge it every time so far. But my favorite part of it was uh, he was among a group of Miami Heat ticket holders sued by the basketball team for failing to pay on multi-season six-figure contracts for premium seats. Uh, so he got sued by the Miami Heat because they stopped paying, right? They all said, like, fuck you, we're not paying for these seats because uh, Miami Heat wasn't living up to the agreement where the players are supposed to give them assigned basketball uh, at center court during the halftime. So the deal was, like, I pay you fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars for your seats, and someone signs a ball for me and gives it to me at halftime. Uh, so when he said it didn't happen, the dude was like, yeah, it made me look like a fool in front of my clients uh, and refused to pay. So he got sued by the Miami Heat. Okay, number one. Accent. Uh, great accent. Thank you. Great I know. Accent. I'm, I'm going to win awards. Number two, they did him a favor. Like, <laughs> why? Who wants those mid Miami teams were not good. Like, being held, being handed a basketball by Bimbo Coles was not going <laughs> to make or break your standing in the community. I know. I was like, who did they even have in the year 2000? By, by the way, uh, my second favorite. Uh, NBA bimbo behind Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so 2000 uh, Miami Heat teams, their best player was a guy named Eddie House. Eddie House. <laughs> House in it. <laughs> a lot of my life uh, re- it revolved around like Eddie House and Brian oh Grant. My God. Players that you players you never thought of. Even at the time, you tried to conjure their name and couldn't. <laughs> It's just Lovecraftian symbols if you go back on NBA reference and try to look up who was on that roster. What are we doing? 2000 Miami Heat? Oh, wait. Okay. Let me hit me with hit me with all 12 of the 2000 <laughs> uh, Miami Heat. This is Heat amazing. Roster. First of all, what was the record? Uh, 50 and 32. That's a yeah. good year for us. So we might have we might have some power players. Who we got? Cause is Zoe active right now? Do we got Lamar Odom? You had a uh, oh, friend of the kids. Anthony Mason, who cannot be within 200 yards of a school because he... Trick yeah. loves the kids. Dan Madgerly, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Dan Mar, don't say Madger, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Thunder Dan Marley, that was a fucking team. Stole him off the Suns for a nickel and a prayer. and he, Well, he didn't give us championships, but he was fun to watch. He had a lot of, a lot of hustle. Tim Hardaway was on that team. Timmy, no knees, half a crossover, but he's getting it done. God bless him. Eighty-seven-year-old AC Green was on that team. Okay, he was thirty-eight <laughs> yes. years old when he played for the Heat that year. Uh, I have a feeling we're getting in the part of the roster where you should read quickly. Oh, Anthony Carter was on that team. We did have Anthony Carter. He was going to be the next Jordan. <laughs> that worked out. The, the 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 last next Jordan since Harold Miner, who was called Baby Jordan, <laughs> when we drafted him for basically half the city of Hialeah. 
<laughs> it did not pan out. You know what? I take it back. That I would actually love to get a signed basketball at center court from Thunder Dan Marley. Like I would, <laughs> I would tell people that story for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm with the Ukrainian here. Uh, I'm sad that he has friends like Rudy Giuliani, and I'm sad that the Miami Heat let him down as they did so many people <laughs> over the years. He should have, he should have got that ball. Brett, you're missing the best part about this guy, and that what was his company's name? Literally. Fraud guarantee. Black.com. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and people are like, I haven't I got any of my that. money that I invested in guaranteed fraud. Oh, also, Linda McMahon is involved <laughs> with this somehow, too. Love it. Hell yeah. Uh, it's just, a, it's just a, the most Florida collection of criminals. It's incredible. And they got away with everything until now. <laughs> that's so cool. Can you imagine? Wait, can you imagine being at that Ukrainian guy's party? And it's Bruce Bowen, Linda McMahon, <laughs> Dan, Thunder, and Dan. fucking Hulk Hogan's there, <laughs> and Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, <laughs> for no reason. How you doing, Rudy? It's fucking great. <laughs> hey, who wants to see Bruce Bowen hit some threes in the back? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are cool, man. This reminds me of the best. Uh, so Triple H was on like like Opie and Anthony or some radio show or something. I've only seen the video of it, and he's telling the story. Like at some point, like like Vince McMahon died in WWE. Like his limo was blown up, and uh, mm -hmm. apparently, like <laughs> Donald Trump called Triple H, and he was like, "So I heard something happened to Vince last night. Is he okay?" <laughs> <laughs> that fucking rules he was a wrestling yeah. fan well right? he was involved he in the wwe was on the, i guess yeah. it was the wwf at that point but um and and there was a funny story where like they did this whole subplot where donald trump got in charge of the uh, wwf and the stock price just tanked like overnight and they had to send out a memo they were like no no this isn't real like <laughs> Guys, I know we've uh, we've ardently uh, resisted any official communication saying wrestling is fake, but Trump is tanking our stock so hard <laughs> that let's just put out a press release. God, it's definitely fake. He's not in charge. <laughs> Jake the Snake is going to DDT him. In about four weeks, it'll be over. Every aspect of Florida life has been relevant in the modern era. Yeah, Florida has taken over the entire culture. Every aspect of it. I remember as a kid avoiding wrestling stuff because it's everybody in Florida was fucking obsessed. I still remember shit just because people talk to me about it all the time. Hulk Hogan lived up the fucking street. Like, uh, you just couldn't avoid it. Yep, now that's uh, that's part of massive geopolitical events now. Florida was always a hive for corruption. Like, look around Miami. You think masonry and, and what, boat tours built all that? That place has always been a hive. It, it makes sense. It was just waiting for its time to blossom, and boy, did it ever. At a certain point, there's been so many uh, like insanely corrupt and criminal people that have lived in the same regions of Florida, too, because most of it's in Miami by you. Hell yeah. I just now, now my head's like, did they interact? Like, did, did the 9 11 hijackers interact with Giuliani or this Ukrainian dude at some point? Were they at one of these parties? Because they're all in the same area. Those dudes were all hanging out there, too. This is like the ultimate Epstein brain. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein did 9-11. <laughs> I mean, prove to me he didn't. They're all in the same place. Who knew what? There, there's, there's just so many criminals in such a small space. They had to have interacted in some small fashion. They were, they were going to the airport right nearby. Well, this is, this is So it's like 
welcome back to young Epstein. And he's like, who's that handsome man over there? He's swarthy. Oh, that? He's Muhammad Atta. He's new in town. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. I was just thinking it would make an amazing show, like a modern odd couple, these two criminals from opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, we'll do one more in the, before we wrap this up. I got I got a positive one to end on here. I don't know. I think that Epstein Muhammad Atta one was pretty positive. <laughs> <laughs> Young Epstein. <laughs>